Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. You can join us here at the store if you like. We're at uh, 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in to join us at 217-356-9397 or even text us at 35153. Five seven. We have our regular experts standing by, and they include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne, and good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And today we have special guest who comes annually to visit us, Jack DeVruman. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, everybody. It's good wonderful morning. to good have morning. you again. Thank uh, you. Jack, uh, if you may or may not remember, is uh, the bulb expert. Oh, yeah. So any, any questions you might have? Go ahead and get them ready and call in because that's what we have Jack here for. Now, just to start off, as we usually do, were you guys able to accomplish anything in the gardens this week? I have very good news. Oh. I'm expecting. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was finally able to uh, get a female flower, uh, you know, pollinated for I have a pumpkin growing. I have three pumpkins growing. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. And this is all since last Saturday. So wow. Yeah, it was it was yeah, we were plotting to to put some uh put some in there and lay them down. Right. <laughs> they were going to sneak some in, Jack. <laughs> she hasn't had she hasn't had any pollination at all in her pumpkin patch. I didn't, but and finally Until yes, I, I did learn how to do it by hand eventually and but by then the uh, tip from John to put some other already flowering uh, plants out there that I think that's what did it and it really attracted the pollinators sure. to take care of it. Awesome. So, yeah, so now, th and this is my first. <laughs> They'll be about so. the size of a golf ball, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> they will. <laughs> no, it's already almost a softball. No wow. kidding. Kidding. Wow. No, it's no kidding. <laughs> so, yes, I'm just quite proud about that. Thought I'd share. <laughs> well, that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Oh, I totally. I guess that's what makes this whole hobby field so, so, uh, what am I trying to say? Just fulfilling, I guess, is what I'm trying to it, think of. It hasn't felt it's like a hobby for about 40 years now. <laughs> you made it a career. <laughs> yeah, it is It is exciting to see things like that happen. That's the nature of gardening. That's why we do them. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the whole thing about bulbs, putting them in the ground in the fall. And in the spring, miraculously, you've got this stunning flower. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I love that. And yeah. the selection that you have out here, it's just so exciting to think that those flowers could be in my yard just in a matter of months. You know, I, I tell this, I, I Jack, I did actually do a presentation on, on bulbs uh, for different uh, organizations locally. And I just did one last week. And um, you know, I tell people I have most, most of the bulb questions I get are in spring. I want those, I want that that's blooming right now. I want that. <laughs> That's the wrong time to be asking. Yep. <laughs> plan ahead. Take a photo. Yeah, you, you got to plan ahead. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, it's it's in interesting, but but it is kind of neat. It's the whole premise of gardening that that hope and relying on something coming back every year. And yeah. the patience that you need patience to have. Patience, and you can dream about it and talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, and, uh, but it takes a little work, of course, in the fall to yeah. to get your beds ready. And you know, look, look at the weather that's coming up this week. It's like Indian summer, so it should be oh a great yeah. week to plant. Yeah. Gosh, today is just gorgeous. <laughs> so, so we're getting into temperatures now that we can be planting. It isn't too warm. 
Ac actually, you want the ground to be down to uh, 55, 60, and I think that's coming fast with those colder nights we're having. Yes, exactly. I think we're not quite there yet, but we're getting close. Yeah. Okay. Boy, great. And, and certainly to come out now so I can have the best selection. I've already seen the one that uh, my husband chose has already sold out. We've sold out of several already. Yeah, we've sold out of several already. I so bet. It, it, when John and I, are, we sit here every Saturday morning and... And when the bulbs come in, it's so exciting to see all the color. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is just stunning. Mm -hmm. That's when you need to come in, when we start talking about them, yeah. because we sell out of them fast. And, and obviously, when we talk about the color, we're not talking about the bulbs themselves. But you have beautiful photographs to, uh, to whet our whistles and whet our appetites for what we would want to see. Absolutely. And the photos are just gorgeous and stunning and, yeah, truly tempting. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's, uh, of course, uh, a taste for everybody. We were talking about colors before uh, before our radio show, right? And, yes. and we, I brought in a, a few pinks, of course. Uh, uh, there's a few breakthroughs that we really need to talk about this year. Uh, in general, but the bulb crop was really good. We had a dry summer, a dry spring, which we were a little afraid of, but it, it turned out to be very healthy. And we have a, 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 a very nice breakthrough in the down hybrid tulips, also called the perennial tulips. Now we have, for the first time, a purple one. So uh, we made uh, this nice combination, Rainbow River, which has the purple Darwin wow. hybrid in together with the pride tulips. The pride tulips are a new group of Darwin hybrids, mm -hmm. and we call them perennial tulips because you can leave them in the ground and they come faster back than other tulips. They only need a short window to make their new bulbs for next year, nice. only six, seven weeks. So when it gets mm -hmm. hot in spring and you can let the leaves die down naturally, mm -hmm. there's a good chance that they'll come back perfectly. So that's something that people ask about all the time. Uh, my tulips, I planted them uh, three years ago. They just don't seem to be doing well now. Yeah, it, it's about the, the lifespan of a tulip is about three years. Yeah, okay. Uh, what, what a tulip does, it, 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 it disappears completely after the flowering, and it leaves some sclerotium, some back in the ground. So it likes fresh ground after three years. So either dig them up or put the daffodil there or hyacinth. So you gotta rotate your beds a little bit in that in that respect. Good. Oh, that's good to know. But yeah. every three years, so you really kind of want to keep yeah. track of keep it. Keep track of it. It gets smaller, and the, and the flower gets smaller. You know, uh, it's time to replace them. Uh, uh oh, <laughs> remember to do that. But that's so interesting <laughs> that you can kind of give it a rebirth or a second life, so to speak. And, and when's the Jack the best time to dig up bulbs? The best time is after you've you've seen them go down completely with the yellow leaves. The the, the leaves are, are are kind of died off, and then dig it within one or two weeks, and then just let them in a, in a dry spot. It doesn't have to be cool or warm. Dry spot with a little ventilation, mm -hmm. and plant them again in you know mid October, November. Mm -hmm. So don't plant them in right away. They need that, that rest period. Okay. The rest. Okay, good. Yeah. 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 Period. So they've they've done all of their production through the leaves in the spring after they flowered right and when they go down then you dig them up yeah and let them rest yeah dry them off a little and of rest. course there's other bulbs that you can leave in the ground like like daffodils uh, sure. they'll multiply they'll come back uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, muscaris skillas they all come back and they all d uh, animal resistant so uh, so there's a good choice in that respect we have this little sucker here that's called corydalis it's also animal resistant it's a beautiful pink short little bitty bulb, but it's a nice, very bright pink color. Okay, w I know I told you pink isn't my favorite color, but I love that. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it, it, it's almost like a little decentra. Yeah. 
I, I love yeah, that's what it reminds you of Dyson. and the leaf types and then you look at the leaves and the colors and uh, uh, but it's, it's only very short it, it doesn't get taller than, than a few inches maybe eight nine inches I like that's that. neat I've, I've never known Cory Dallas to be pink always no yellow mostly Ye yellow. for me uh, there's um, yellow white and blue are the common ones in the market um, and they they kind of naturalize and grow a little better in the shade yeah is that true of these Th also it's the same way here yeah 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 See the, uh, so it's a actually you know, a wildflower originally mm -hmm. and uh, but it, it thrives well here like 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 licorice the naked lady that we have in in all yeah, our yeah. big <laughs> areas here around us. Oh, yeah. lots of everybody them. loves those. <laughs> lots at of the university, them. at the uh, different parks. Uh, I have some in my backyard. Do you? And sure. uh, in August, you see them certainly coming up without leaves. You see the leaves in the spring; they disappear, and then certainly there's a flower coming out of nothing. Right. right? It seems like it. <laughs> called the surprise lady. Yep. Surprise lady. <laughs> surprise lady. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 amazing how many people. Um, notice them oh yeah because uh, b they're everywhere but you know sometimes some people just kind of they just kind of phase things out but the robert very, very robert very robert park they're, yeah. they're, they're big and they're, they're yeah. very they have large patch yeah. yeah. yes yeah. they yeah. do it but i think what's so so interesting about them is uh like you say you know the foliage comes up in the spring and disappears and all of a sudden there they are with these these beautiful flowers coming out of the ground with no foliage when there's I not much else going on yeah you know that's i think it's a, a wonderful thing for your garden, absolutely. Something people don't know about is the muscari. They shoot leaves in the fall. So you see these leaves coming oh, up in the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you don't know what it is. It's a muscari. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Little, little okay. With naked ladies? Uh, the muscari is the, uh, the grape hyacinth. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. A very used, very large used uh, special bulb also in the landscape. You see big landscape jobs in uh, that they use a lot of muscari. Okay. I, and you know, Jack, I love that combination that you're you're holding right now with the muscari and uh, a tulip. Yeah, and you like the botanical tulips, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. This is the tarda tulip that's in with with Doxa, the glory of the snow, uh -huh. the grape hyacinth. Uh, they call it Swedish sweets because, of course, the colors of yellow and blue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being the the Swedish flag. And uh, it's just a great combination. So all you do is just, uh, it's already pre-mixed, so you can just um, uh, make a food, a lang uh, food white, and uh, uh, you throw them in, and that's it, only a few inches deep. Wow. Nice so combination. So you don't have to dig individual holes, you just dig a, a patch, like where you want them, yeah. huh, and put your bulbs in, and right. then cover it with soil. And you know that how they awesome. do it at Cooking of Gardens, they just take a bucket and just throw them where they, and where they fall, they plant them. That's how you nice. get the back plant. Nice. Yeah. Ah, I but love that it. looks so so natural like that. It does. That. It, it does. does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I love that. That's what, uh, what, what's so great about these combinations are sometimes you'll have somebody, you know, I can't decide what to put together where you've already made it easy for mm -hmm. somebody to do that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like yeah. for something like that that you would just scatter, I yeah, I would. You want them all to be similar height, right? Ish. Yeah. Ish, yeah. <laughs> but who would have thought to put that tulip and muscari together? It just wouldn't have occurred to me. Yes. Yeah. I, I, agree. I just think yeah. that's really neat. And, uh, and, 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 and the height can be an effect, but also when you do hyacinths and you, you, you see the empty space between the hyacinths, sure. you can plant anemones, you can plant a smaller, a, a shorter ground cover type of bulb. And we made a nice package here. It's called uh, um, Blue Heaven. Of That's course. really pretty. 
Yes, and it's is. of course very fragrant. Hyacinths are very fragrant, so you can smell them from a long distance. Mm. That's wonderful. And I just knowing what, which flowers are more compatible with each other, it's kind of nice that you've already made that decision <laughs> too. <laughs> it gives you an idea of what you can do in with, 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 with a lot of minor bulbs as well. We call them minor bulbs, but we should call them special bulbs. Special, yes, yeah. I like yeah. that better. I like the minor bulbs though. Definitely. I need to remember that. So when you, what else do you have talk to? about uh, a big trend in Europe right now, it's we talked about the peonies being so hot in, in cut flowers, but also in gardens. Yes. Uh, of course, this is peony country with the clams originally uh, have a big farm in Champagne. Yeah. And Mary Ellen used to work there. Yeah, I did. Uh, but the peonies worldwide are, are really picking up um, in the Dutch cut flower market. We know already they, they sold over 150 million cut stems just in one season. Oh wow. That's amazing. And that's that's uh, that's a trend that people like to see in the gardens too. But then you don't do peonies and uh, you want some color in the spring, we have peony tulips as well. Peony tulips? And they look like a peony. Look look at this uh, pink size and amazing grace. Oh, that's just a beautiful rich carnation pink. Everybody knows about Angelique. Mm -hmm. That was the most popular tulip for a long time. Really? Angelique is still there but there's been better coming around new new combinations those are beautiful uh, it's it's absolutely stunning i mean it, it really does resemble a peony it does if you look at that. full double flowers it yeah. looks just like a double peony mm -hmm. and tulipa and i'm just showing a peony next to it you uh oh, those are very See the similar form? yeah yeah so I'll, uh, I'll talk about it at the seminar as well what they are and, and when they flower and uh, how the trick is to perhaps uh plant some around your peony beds because the peonies come just after the tulips right, and after exactly. the daffodils. Oh, okay. And learn how to stagger the perennial garden. Yes. Kind of thing. So I you always have something blooming. I think the interesting thing about uh, about bulbs is that you actually can have 12 months of bulbs. So, and that includes the forcing bulbs. Uh, oh, okay. Indoors. Good Indoor, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but if you read, I mean, these packages are so informative. It tells you how deep to plant them, where to plant them, how tall they're going to get, when they bloom. Yeah. All you have to do is actually just read the labels like planting seeds in the spring. Read the package. Right. So it'll tell you when it blooms. And if you just think about it for a little bit, you can have flowering going on for months. For months, yeah. Fabulous. And now I notice some are more expensive than others. Why is that? Is it because they are... What, older or larger or well, uh, harder to uh, of course of course it's an it's an open market so it's also uh, a question of uh, uh, market price in some case um, when when tulips are used for forcing which is a big industry in the Netherlands for cut flowers or containers and this country as well a lot of bulbs are sold for cut flower production or container production yeah. for indoor um, of course those are the ones that people look for with, with hybridization a lot Mm. But the best tulips that won't make it and are still the best colors, we use them for gardens. And then you can select um, uh, the best habits for the gardens. But of course, when there's a good crop, um, we can also get some of those cut flower varieties that are affo affordable for the garden then. So that's why we change varieties every year. Okay. And uh, we look at the quantity that has been planted, the number of acres, and, and the pricing through the years and uh, so that's how we make our, 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 our assortment f 
for the next year. Okay. You're listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Our phone number is 356-9397, or you can text us at 351-5357. And our special guest today is bulb expert Jeff DeVruman. Yay. Yay, Jack. So uh, I understand that you can kind of predict which colors will be popular each season? Well, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, when, when the trend watches uh, watch colors, of course, uh, they go to the big fashion shows in Paris or, sure. or, or, or Los clothing. Angeles for clothing. Oh. Yeah. And, and that's how they see what's coming up maybe two, three years from now. What an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I have to go. So <laughs> sorry, it's <laughs> my but, job. But that's true because it all, all the colors have trends and and yeah. uh, you sure. know whether There's it like goes for fashion the and then it goes and into home decor and it it all follows into into you know every down industry. into your garden. Even. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's neat. So what did you see a lot of this year, and what are you thinking about? Because you said you'll know now for three years down the line. Yeah, of course, it's too short to then to hybridize tulips, but you can sure. you can look at your assortment, and you can see the new seedlings, and you can see the, the new varieties that are coming out, and then you pick kind of the varieties that you think will be hot a couple of years from now. Yeah. So wow. then that's what you, uh, that, uh, that's what we, we grow, and then... Uh, of course, we put them. Uh, uh, we have to make new pictures, like the blends of the new Rainbow River, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, that, uh, that, 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 but we use a lot of pictures that we plant in Kukenhof Gardens. We have a nice uh, piece of property in Kukenhof Gardens where the Vrooman can explain and also shows their varieties. And, and where is it? That's in Lisse Holland. Okay. It's a big flower, flower bulb exhibition. That's totally a road trip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or boat trip, or yeah. plane trip, or maybe. all the above. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when's the best time to be there? In Holland, though, I mean that's the place. The best time is uh, late April, early May. It opens mid-March and it closes mid-May. But the peak is probably late April. Gotcha. To look at daffodils high since flowering, and it's the the busiest park in eight weeks' time in the world. It's it attracts. Oh my gosh. Now over 1.5 million people. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so all our little village list is, is loaded with, with buses and cars that time of the year. I'll bet. How <laughs> exciting. No kidding. That's great. That's just fabulous. It is. So so did you end up telling me what color is going to be for next year predicted to be the hot color? Well, you see a lot of pink on the table and purple. And that's that's what, what, what you <laughs> see in the... Duh. <laughs> But I see. <laughs> and, 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 and a lot of colors with, with blue, uh, with pinks, uh, can be combined with blues or, 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 oh, or, sure. or, or other colors, whites. Or, um, but alliums are hot. Alliums are hot through the years. And we have That's focused more on, on, on the taller alliums, but also the shorter alliums. And of course, the alliums that you can dry back, which is, uh, I believe, your your favorite. Oh, it's, it's my favorite, Shuberi. absolutely. Yeah, Shuberi. Yeah, you can you that can cut them and dry them back and leave them in uh, or leave them in your garden and paint and paint them. I, I spray paints my spray best them, friend. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> She's probably done that too more than once. <laughs> That's an interesting looking allium, though, where it's just kind of spiky. Yeah, it's spiky, and of course, there's 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 Two little ones that are spikes. spiky that, that that are already a, a nice colored purple or pink. Mm -hmm. And there's one that's changing colors. It's called chameleon, and that one 
comes pinkies and leaves the world white. I love that. Isn't that cool? Really yes, pretty. Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and I see the darker pink as it's just coming on, and then it goes into a softer pink before it goes white. Yeah. And that's a chameleon allium. Chameleon allium, yes, a, sh a short allium. I like the short ones. I do too. I think that's really a neat way to uh, uh, edge your, your flower bed. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not much else going on. That's so right. At the end of May yeah. period, it's kind of not ready yeah. for animals yet. Yeah, it's and almost and there, uh, but not quite. Yeah, and quite uh, ready to roll. Absolutely. For, yeah. So, but how tall do you think do they get average? It they only get eight, eight to ten inches. Okay. And and then there's the allium that everybody thinks of, the big puff ball that's about as big as a softball. Yes. And it gets, Worth what, four larger. feet, three feet? Yeah, they got three, four feet, and they're the globe masses, the, the gigantium, and they're very rewarding and because yes. they come a little later. But once you see them, they're just dramatic. Yes, yes. they certainly dramatic. are. You yeah. only need one for a wonderful photo shot. <laughs> <laughs> So they're just, they're really interesting. And I think the diversity, just look at the diversity in the flowering right here on the table. Mm -hmm. I, I love this that has the um, the little fatter uh, petal, leaf petals, um, as opposed to the spiky uh, petal, uh, leaf petals. Yeah. And, and the ones that look like fireworks, the Schuberti that I like so well. The one just with the pink jewel, I also love the, the bright green centers. Exactly. What's a nice contrast. Very, yes. Just wonderful pop next to don't, the uh, don't soft usually pink. see them grow or blooming like that as you know like uh, any of these others that you they just don't have that kind of a uh, two-tone interest but they have their own brand of interest for sure just beautiful mm -hmm. lots you can do with alliums well the good part i have an orange for you too <laughs> Marielle. Marielle, this is a, uh, a precious moodance which is a bunch flowering tulip uh, bunch flowering is very rewarding because you get four or five stems in one tulip. <gasps> Isn't that awesome? That's so cool. That is beautiful. Actually, it's one stem, but it has side, side stems with the flowers. I love how it's kind of like a creamy apricot, sh orange sherbet kind of a color. I love those kinds of colors. Beautiful. Yes. Can you see it next to a darker orange? Well, I happened to tell uh, Jack that I, I wasn't too crazy about pink. So he brought this over just for me. Oh. But you know what? I really like this. I love the form of the tulip. It's so different than the Darwin's. It is. It is. It is shorter. It's a little earlier, and it's very diverse. But we got them in. We got buds flowering in late as well, that are really exciting. In late spring. In late spring. That uh, late spring for you guys is is early May, mid May. Okay. For tulips. Okay. I like that one because it's almost like a flame shape. Yeah, it's a really different shape, it's isn't really it? Different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, when yeah. you think of tulips, most people think of the of the Darwin type, which are beautiful. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. You certainly don't think of the peony type, but I like this kind of uh, vase shaped kind of yeah. flared top. Yes, kind of yeah. thing. So you must like lily flowering tulips. Though. Yeah, lilies. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, the diversity in tulips is just amazes me every time I look. It's just like. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> How did that come? And now, if our talk is tempting you to come out and look at the bulbs at Prairie Gardens, then uh, let's also mention that Jack is kind enough to be doing a free seminar at 9.30 this morning. Yes, 9.30, be here, be square. Mm-hmm, so plenty of here. seating. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so we don't want to touch upon anything that you might do there. We can tease a little bit, though. All right. Well, uh, but but in in general, it of course, the he the head uh, speak will the head talk will be about the outdoor bulbs, but also we'll, I'll explain about the indoor bulbs. What it takes to do paper whites and amaryllis, 
And even if you want to force regular bulbs, what, what it takes to do that? Like a hyacinth. Like hyacinths. Uh, you got Daffodil? special hyacinths. Daffodils? Yeah. Daffodils oh, yeah. can be forced. Okay. The that reason we plant them in the fall outside is that they need that 12 weeks of cold. And we give them outside naturally. But if you can fool them and give them inside that cold period, you can do the same thing and get them to flower. So even throughout the Illinois winters that we can get around here, um, th- uh, the freeze does not hurt them? No. Even though you're not putting them, you know, feet down? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no feet, uh, feet is, very, is, is a little bit too much, but, 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 but if, you go, if you go, uh, even if you go six inches or four inches uh, with the smaller bulbs or two inches, um, the, the, the key thing is to get them rooted in the fall. Once they have roots, they'll be okay. They can take all the frost. Okay. Now, containers outside are touchy because of the wind and the cold period. They freeze over. So uh, if you want to do containers, bring them in the garage where it's under 45 all the time. Mm-hmm. So not just during the day or night, but all the time below 45, then you can also give them that cold period that way. How about uh, if you have refrigerator space? That's even better. See? That's even better. But the in c- a breathable bag, right? Not but plastic? No, no. You want, you want, them, to, to, you want them to plant. So don't leave them in the package. No. Put, them them put them in, in pots. the ground. Soil. Uh, in the fall, in the soil. Oh, put them in plant s- pots. Plant yeah. them in, yeah. in the refrigerator. In, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh. So okay. it seriously, seriously takes So you need a big fridge space. to do that, but it's, uh, it's <laughs> a good idea. Save some space. <laughs> and for me, I wouldn't have a problem with that, but my husband has this thing about not liking dirt or soil, even if it's perfectly good soil. Perfectly good soil. In his <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> What's wrong with those people? I know, right? <laughs> Where do you think that food comes from, boy? But a, no. but a, 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 a garage that isn't heated yeah. works. Certainly. It works, too. Yeah. 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 But, but make sure the temperature doesn't get over 45. Right. Okay. Now, if you can grow paper bites inside, they don't need the chilling because they're grown naturally outside of Israel. Outside in, in Israel, where it's warm, there's no winter. Huh. And uh, they flower there in, in January normally, so you can just bottom every week or every two weeks and you have flowers constantly over the winter. Isn't that awesome? That's <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so they got a good crop already in the the, the, the best size bulbs here at Prairie Gardens. Those are just they're, huge. They're, they're wonderful. And um, uh, start them now and you have in four to six weeks you have the first flowers. Wow. Four so to six weeks. And that's something to do with kids too. Because they oh, can yeah. also, if you sure. put them in a clear vase or something uh-huh. you can kind of watch the roots as they develop yeah, keep in mind to put them in stones that to, to have the water a half inch under the bulb so the, the bulb don't touch the bulb but it will make roots that goes into the stone and the water and that will give stability but also they'll get all the ingredients out of the water yep and then it's a matter of stretching now remember what we talked about a, th- a few years ago to put oh a yeah. little oh yeah a little gin in there to keep him short. She had never heard that's anybody, that's right? That's <laughs> I did not remember that, okay, but maybe I will now. <laughs> a little gin, huh? Yes. Uh, we have a professor at Cornell that, that is our test professor, Bill. Uh, and Bill gets some uh, that gin every year as a, as a Christmas present from, from Holland. <laughs> nice. And he said, well, I'll give some to my paperwise, and he kept them short. About about they they only were instead of uh, a foot tall they were only uh, uh, five six inches. Huh. Isn't that amazing? And and uh, that's nice because sometimes when it's dark in the winter they intend to stretch. Stretch. Yeah, but the do. light yeah. keeps them short, so you have to keep them in the window, like okay. most plants, to keep yep. them short. 
and uh, but that that is a, a little uh, technique that uh, that gives you a, a more rewarding, shorter paper bite. So he just put a shot of gin in the water. Yeah. And let him. So think that what that does to your body. I'm sorry. No, just saying. <laughs> uh, if I'm only five one, think how much gin I've had. No. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Now, okay, the one secret that I do remember that you gave uh, was about, uh, because everybody's worried about the squirrels digging up your bulbs. And the tip that you had given, correct me if I'm wrong, was that we're supposed to go ahead and bury them deeper, even though it doesn't seem like we should. Right. Put them a little deeper, and uh, there's a few things uh, we advise. If you, if, if you really have a, have a nice bed that you want to cover, put some chicken wire on top. I bury it with an inch of soil, so the bulbs will go through it. No, no issues there, but they can dig the bulbs. Um, okay. And of course, you can plant uh, uh, bulbs that they won't like, which is which are daffodils. They're poison for animals or hyacinths. And then oh, even the bulbs. And then you see a little sign on the on the package ah, that are animal resistant. <laughs> yes, kind of like the Ghostbuster sign. Only instead yeah. of a ghost, right. it's then. a deer. <laughs> But so that's that's yeah, the thing that's about the squirrels. Anytime you're you're disturbing the soil and you're digging, you know they're curious and they want to go in there and it's soft and and dig. So sure. mm-hmm. so yeah, th- that's a great tip about putting yeah. the, the mm. chicken wire across. And the deer too, because I live uh, close to the country, uh, and I, I mean they it doesn't matter if it's a cornfield, so be, they all just go right through it. Oh for know? sure, <laughs> yeah. come visit. Talking about the country, like where I live in the woods. Uh, but we could still enjoy bulbs early because they bloom before all the tree canopies come out. Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. which is really kind of neat. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid about shade, but really uh, there's not much shade in the spring. You're right, John. Uh, even Cuckoo of Gardens is a big, it's actually is, it's, an, it's a forest, but because of, 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 of the, the late shade, we grow all the bulbs there. And once the shade comes, it's nice for coverage to, to, so they last longer. Mm-hmm. Sure. The sun doesn't come direct at them. That's a good point. I, I need to look up this garden. How <laughs> do I spell it? Kuchenhof, it's, co- it's, co- uh, the, the, it's spelled K-E-U-K-E-N-H-O-F, Kuchenhof. K-E-U-K-E-N? Yeah, H-O-F. H-O-F. It's called Kitchen Garden. And originally in the, in the 1400s, there it was a hunting ground for for the kitchen for herbs oh but sure. also oh for, nice. for for little rabbits and little pheasants we we are about five miles from the north sea so we had the dune area there's a lot of wildlife and um so they were hunting they call it the kitchen garden and we, we kept the name there's still a castle called kukenhof uh, so we will invite you to come over okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm there that sounds Fabulous. Yeah, it really does. I mean, just like steeped in history. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how cool is that? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yes. And is that where you were born and brought up? Because I was brown up in English. You, you yeah. don't really have a Bronx accent or Brooklyn. No, not exactly. Can't well, quite place uh, it. Uh, well, Harlem. Harlem is close to us. <laughs> Harlem? Okay. <laughs> Harlem is Harlem, the, uh, what they call Harlem in, in New York, is, uh, is named after the city of Harlem, which, oh. is, uh, which is about half an hour from us. Interesting. I did not know that. It, interesting. And yes, of course, yes. uh, New York used to be New Amsterdam. Oh, uh-huh. sure. Good point. And then we sold out to the English. Yep, there you yeah. go. <laughs> kind of sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah, it was a good deal, though. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> we got sued, I'm back for it. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> but uh, but that was a big history. And that's why Manhattan is uh, is is built on 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 kind of a Dutch. Uh, a philosophy that we are very tolerant and we have a lot of people coming in from all the kind of all kind of the world and uh, that's that's what the whole is about too yep yeah that's wonderful so yep. yeah especially when you have your festival right right mm -hmm. people love to combine amsterdam with, with the, the, the tulips in the spring that's a big tourist that's the only really busy spring tourist in the in, in in europe is, is is around that area later of course the weather get nice people go to spain and france and yeah. But the spring is Holland. Good. Yay. Yes. Sounds like it would be the best way to go. Let's see. 356-9397, by the way, is our phone number. If you have any questions for our, our bulb expert, Jack DeVruman, then certainly feel free to call in. Um, May I say something that doesn't have anything to do with bulbs? Absolutely. This We've had a, an influx of white fly in oh. the community yes. well probably in the midwest yeah it's just you can't touch anything without a cloud of white fly coming mm. out of it so the gardens have just been inundated with it people don't want to be out working in their gardens <laughs> it's just been awful yes. but they seem to be uh, slowing down a little bit i i think you're right yeah has but they have dissipated but somewhat. you don't want to take them indoors with you when you take your house plants in mm -hmm. i just wanted to mention that it's seriously time to think about uh, trying to diminish the population of white fly on your house plants before you take them inside because you want to be dealing with it then mm -mm. Um, it like i do when it's raining and snowing and blowing and uh, 27 <laughs> oh, degrees shoot. no don't wait till then <laughs> do as i say not as i in. do yes <laughs> do as i say not as i do so actually you know i told you that i started doing the systemic uh, insecticide on my houseplants a couple of weeks ago. Yes, you did. Well, yesterday I was out walking around looking at my houseplants that I'm going to take inside that I applied the systemic to, and I brushed the leaves to see what would fly off of it. Nothing. It worked. So it, I know. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Hallelujah. So it's 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 time to be thinking about it. Do your contact spray. And then do your systemic application on the soil, um, so that you'll your your plants will be ready to go inside when it starts getting too cool for them outdoors. So it's definitely time to be thinking about it, especially this year when we had such a huge infestation of white fly. Absolutely. Because the cold will kill them, but you don't want to leave your house plants out that long. No, you want you want to keep your plants. Yeah. So yeah. that's all I wanted to say. Just I'm, a I'm glad you did because we had uh, a few phone calls yesterday about it oh, as for well. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, with the cooler temperatures that we had. Oh, for sure. Uh, overnight. Oh, I got to think about getting my my plants my plants inside. inside yeah. Yeah. That and that's what made me think about it was that it was so. Oh gosh, it was so beautiful this morning. It was 51 when I was driving to work. Nice. Uh, so I know it was a little bit cooler, but. What a beautiful time of year, mm -hmm. but you got to start thinking about uh, ahead, like planning ahead for tulips mm -hmm. in the spring. Gardeners are not famous for doing that, but we gotta. But if you can do it, boy, is the reward worth it! Oh my <laughs> gosh! Boy, for sure. We have a couple of bulb gardens in this community that actually make people just stop on the street. You're driving down the street, you used to have to screech on your brakes because it's like, whoa. Fabulous color. Mm -hmm. oh, good, good to hear. And and uh, you know what a fifty-five mile hour tulip is, or or, or, or bulb is. Remember that? Well, <laughs> it's somebody I race with, or <laughs> it's a color you can see when you're driving sixty-five miles an yes, hour. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Of course, it's yellow. We've loved that <laughs> expression. Uh, He's exactly. used it. Use it all the time in your absence. <laughs> yeah. And I know, I know the the the, the park district in Champagne is using more and more daffodils, more and more yellow daffodils. Oh, that's awesome! Really, glad to, to hear that. Yeah. 
That's really cool. I love how you know that. Oh, well, but this isn't the only time that you are in Champaign. You said you also uh, will teach occasionally or lead a class over at the University of Illinois. Well, I used to do that more and more. There, there, there used to be horticultural class with, with, with Dr. Carboneau and uh, Diane Nolan that I yep. went out to. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. To, to, uh, uh, and it was always fun because they always combined it with a trip to, to Europe with the kids, with the, with the, with the students. Oh, how cool how is amazing. that? <laughs> so, so my uh, students, they right. got to go to Europe. And, and um, uh, actually, there's still a university, the, the Kansas State University, Professor Chad Miller still does that. He nice. comes with a, with a bus of kids, and, yep. and uh, he's, awesome. he's, really, he's really into a fantastic job in that respect. That's wow. really cool. Mm-hmm. So they start cooking off, they see the gardens, they can feel the, the, s- the sandy soil themselves compared to the heavier clay that you have. Mm-hmm. You've got the greenhouses, uh, so they have a, a, a wider view of what's happening in the horticultural world. Is that why they do so well in Holland? Because you have a more sandy soil? Well, uh, one, of, one of the reasons, of course, the climate is good for us, too. It's, it's uh, more like Seattle climate. Colder. And it's okay. the dunes like you see in Michigan. So it's very sandy. It's uh, uh, the, the water goes through easily. So um, and, um, and we need that eight, ten weeks of good growing weather after the bulbs are, are, are done, and it doesn't get that hot right away. And Holland gets cr- stays cool. Okay. We still need the sun to make the new bulbs. Hence cool. Holland, Michigan. Oh, oh, wow. Yes, I've driven through there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They Tulips do a, galore. A, a lot of uh, bulb production there. Well, yeah, uh, especially uh, uh, it's, more, it's more like the show now for, for, oh. for and, and they produce some themselves for, for their own sales. Sure. Um, but if it gets too warm too fast, then the, 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 the season was too short. Oh. So they only get small bulbs. That's why you get the big bulbs from Holland, because we have a longer growing season. Nice. Cool. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. That's good to know, too. I'll be sure to get my bulbs that are from Holland then. But it sounds like whatever we choose, we may have to do a lot of soil amendment. Well, the the the, ma- the biggest thing is to to make sure the soil has has a little drainage. So when you plant, when you dig a hole, you make a, an area where you plant bulbs. Make sure the ground is loose a couple of inches underneath the bulbs, so there's no water sitting in the hole. Right. That that's okay. the number one enemy sometimes. So you don't have to do a lot of soil amendments at all. I make the soil loose. Yeah. And when you want to f- uh, perennialize or. F- um, Keep them longer, then give them some bull booster in the spring or some bull food, some 996 or something similar. And okay. that's give them enough energy for the new bulbs to make for, for, the, for the future. Okay, good to know. Well, we have a phone call at 356-9397. Rick in Villa Grove is calling in. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. Y'all need to take a trip up to Holland, Michigan. Uh, in uh. 2020, they have their Tulip Festival May 2nd through the 10th oh, and nice. uh, when? so when you uh, buy your tulip bulbs you can also have custom fitted wooden shoes made oh. for you oh, oh cool that's cool <laughs> i want and they're warm in the winter did you know that they, they the keep your feet very warm yeah yeah wow. really in the winter time that all the farmers still use them in holland it's wood it's it's insulated and uh, they keep your feet dry who knew ah. Not so that's me. a fun place to go. Oh, yeah, I bet it is. It is. So you've been, huh? And do they offer nothing, nothing, nothing. It's a little bit cheaper than uh, taking your uh, 
Atlantic Ocean flight over to, to, that's to, true. Uh, just, to it just depends on country. how well you like tulips. Yeah. It could be less expensive or maybe not. Well, and it sounds like yeah. a nice little precursor, right. a little taste of it before oh, sure. you were to go. Oh, yeah. If you can't, oh, yeah. But okay, do what you just can. passing that on for you. Thank you. Hey, Rick, no, Thank we you. appreciate okay. you calling in. That's awesome. Okay, bye-bye. I'm in on those wooden shoes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I didn't know that. They still so he said it's shoes. like the first weekend of May or right about there. Yeah, it sounds like a... Yeah. Yeah. Basically. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's about the same timing as it is for uh, the European. It, it's uh, it's a little... Or actually, uh, the, the peak is a little later, but it goes faster. Because oh, sure. It, it gets because warmer of the in May. season, right? It gets warmer in May. Yeah, but yeah. it's... it's uh, and... and um, it's sometimes hard to, to, to pick for Michigan because sometimes you have an early season and tulips are, are not are earlier or you have a later season. You never know hmm. if uh, we have all the things happening in the climate, the change and things like that. So mm. it's hard to predict in those six, seven days. Not, not unlike this year when we had a very cool spring and then a really hot summer and things were so out of whack this year. Oh, yes. And timing-wise, right. you know, there's nothing, wasn't anything you could count on particularly no. being when it usually is. Yeah. It's just every year's different. Every year's different. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's it. Yeah. I, but okay, so I'm I'm fascinated with this wooden shoe thing. Uh, what kind of wood is used? That's a good question. I've, I I I was going to say oak maybe, but I'm not sure. Okay. But but uh. they but they 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 start from a from from big piece of wood and they sure. just have the machines to wow. to to make them the just right some way. Mills, mills and them down. And yeah. and uh, they used to of course make them by hand. Oh yeah, I think and I think in, in Michigan claws. there's still uh, a <laughs> yeah. shoe factory that shows that. Wow! How they do it by hand. So it's really interesting to see that that's culture. And I mean, going to Holland, Michigan, not just for the balls, but there's also a beautiful museum. They have some good Dutch old artwork. Oh really? That, that we would Ooh. be jealous to see and to have in Amsterdam. Nice. You know, old work from people that emigrated, took the, the work along. So Remember. if you see some Dutch history, it's a nice place to visit. Cool. Nice. Yep. Okay. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Let's go. Well, before we run out of time, I do want to mention that you still have some beautiful mums out here. Oh, oh my gosh. And they are just growing and getting lots of attention because they're here. But oh, my gosh, yeah. So now the ones that you have on sale for four ninety seven. Yes. I, I would have guessed they were like th- four five dollars more than, than they're that big. They are. Yes. They're, yes, they are that big. So I grabbed one that seems very bright red that's really really beautiful but you don't yeah, you completely sold out of the smaller ones for uh 297 i think they were yeah i don't know yeah. Have okay yeah. wow yeah so yeah, but but yeah oh but you, you still have a lot. beautiful this is selection instant, instant gratification it really is and, and you know the weather is perfect it's still plenty of time to plant trees shrubs and perennials we've got lots of perennials and trees and shrubs so and they're all on sale, all on sale. so come in Okay. Get them. Great. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with experts John Weisgarver and Marianne Metz. And a special thanks to our wonderful guest, Jack DeVruman of DeVruman Garden Products. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Blake Landa. And a podcast of this show will be made available later today at WDWS.com. Also keep in mind that if you become an IB Long member here at Prairie Gardens, you can get an extra 10% off every Tuesday. That's a nice little handy discount to have. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. We have Saturday Sports Talk up next year on
on Newstalk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Have a wonderful weekend.